Jacob, so you heard everything I just said, which is great. Yeah, uh, of course. Which means the mic works really well. What you got there, an SM7B? Jacob, I have a Chinese microphone from Amazon because I was like, you know what? This has got really good reviews and it is $30. Wow, that's, 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 uh, respect. It, it, it's been working. It's, it's one of those things where I just wanted to get, like, this is going to be my, like, seventh or eighth episode that I've got backlogged. And I just wanted to, like, you know how people say, like, just do something, forget about the equipment aspect of it, and you'll get stuff done a lot quicker? Yeah, that's, they just don't say that in our genre of music. <laughs> no, that that's that is a good point. But like, it, it's one of those. It's it's I I could have just waited and like, let me get this, let me get that. Yeah, let me no, get it I respect I respect it. I respect it. Just so it's just just do yeah. it. Yeah, the first couple episodes are going to be a little, you know, uh, and I should say first couple. It's like again, I've recorded like eight or something like that. I have them all backlogged. Uh, so like, it'll start getting good as you know, maybe maybe people start liking the show. Who knows? So maybe what, it'll does be. Does it have a name? Build up. Yes, it does. So this is the juice the juice yeah so it. so this is i don't know what episode this is going to be in terms of number mm-hmm. um i've got it listed in a spreadsheet but the name of the podcast is the juice and it's a podcast where i talk about i talk with my friends and other musicians that i look up to about their favorite movie so jacob for you what's the juice uh, today we're going to be talking about um, one of my favorite movies of all time, The Witch, uh, yeah. a New England folk tale by uh, written and directed by, uh, I think, Robert Eggers. Yeah, yeah. I think I got so, him, right? right? Yep, yep. So so that's Eggers. So it's the 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 way that I've like kind of structured this pod and like I've been um, right now I'm, I'm, I'm in the fucking zone because I actually just got done recording one right before I got on with you. Wow. Um, a little bit different, the one that I just did. Uh, it's an awards. I did an awards show, my own Grammys. I'm calling them the Juicies. Um, <laughs> so that episode will have already been out by the time yours comes out. And also, I'm doing the Juice Academy Awards, which is my own Oscars. Um, okay. that will have already been out too. But but the the point is that I'm humming right now. Uh, so I'm like I'm ready to go. Uh, and you, the way that you came in so hot when we when we first opened Zoom, I, I assume that you're kind of the same way. I've, yeah, I've, awesome. been, I've been on my computer talking to people all day, so we're good. Yeah, I taught a couple lessons, and then I did the juicies, and now I'm doing a regular episode of the juice. And I feel like, you the know, juice. you know how it is. I'm juiced right now, and you know how it is where you get into the zone because you you teach as well, and mm-hmm. uh, you can just like it, at the end of a, a long teaching day where you're just like, man. I need to just not talk for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but I'm right in it right now, which rocks. So right in the, the way right that, in the pocket. I'm right in the pocket. So the way that I've been structuring this pod has been we're we're just gonna like we're gonna talk a little bit about the movie, but we're also gonna we're gonna start out talking about like your relationship with movies. And mm. the 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 first question, and I do this a lot, but I, I get ahead of myself. Before I get ahead of myself. Jacob plays in a band called Intervals. He also plays in a band called Gia. Yes. Correct on both counts, right? Correct. Very nice. Uh, we've toured with Intervals twice, done uh, two two nice-sized U.S. tours with them. Um, got on with them so well, became 
really, really great friends. By the time this episode comes out, I believe I'll have dropped an episode with Aaron about uh, Speed Racer. So we'll have already spoken with, and Justin, who, while is not in Intervals, used to work for Intervals selling merch. Well and yeah. yeah, exactly. In, in Intervals by association. Exactly, yeah. So um, I love Intervals, and I love everyone that is in Intervals. And I imagine, I imagine that at some point I'm just going to have an episode with every single person I'm gonna have one with Chase. I'm gonna have one with John. I'm gonna have. I was. I was gonna do one with Greg. Um, you know who's selling merch on the next tour, right? Yes, big changes, big changes. Yeah, that's awesome. That's 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 all. And you know what? That's cool for him too. A little mm-hmm. bit less pressure than driving. I feel like. Yeah. No. He. That guy deserves everything he's getting. He is. So, he is. Yeah. Just a legend of a human being. I, I love. Mm-hmm. Him. Uh, Greg is awesome. So. Uh, but yeah, so, so, you know, we, uh, we both are, are from Long Island and have kind of crossed paths here and there, but we didn't really get to know each other until we were on tour together with Val Maya and Strawberry Girls as well. And then from there, we, we got asked to do a headliner of yours and I'm sure that we'll be back out on tour again at some point. No um, so, uh, you know, again, like I said, uh, uh, let's let's get into kind of just just movies and like I want to know like your relationship with movies growing up, where it's like mm-hmm. you watched them a lot or you didn't. Uh, how you view them as like entertainment versus art. Uh, this being mm-hmm. one of like people are giving me picks like you know someone just gave me like oh I think my pick might be super bad, and then some people will give me a pick like uh, you know something a little bit more arty. And a little older or something like that. And then, uh, you know, uh, someone gave me The Fountain or something like that, which is just sure. like a, a very arty movie. Uh, yeah. And I feel like this falls on that line a little bit more. It's a little more modern, but it's like uh, so fucking good. By rewatch yeah. was just like, my I was God. So ha- I was so happy when I rewatched it last night, dude. You have no idea. Yeah. Um, and, and we'll talk about both of our mm-hmm. relationships with this movie because I'm sure we both sure. got a lot to say. But mm-hmm. I want to know about in general, like your your relationship with movies in the past and now like how you sure. how, how you consume them and whatnot yeah what they mean to you yeah i mean when i was a kid i was like i had a pretty you know a pretty wild imagination i was i was always really into like comic books and and you know like i used to draw all like you know whatever all this fantasy stuff and yeah. i found that like i gravitated towards you know a lot of the superhero stuff i still do Mm-hmm. But it was just really cool because, you know, as a kid, you have this wild imagination. And then when you see all, all this stuff that's in your head just on the screen, it's just, you know, it, it's it's so amazing to see. And, um, you know, that's like was my relationship with like the whole non or like fiction kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, as I got older, I got introduced to, you know, more, you know, I don't want to say I don't want to say darker stuff, but more comedic stuff like like um like super bad, and then sure like that stuff you know led to for some some way like into like the Tarantino stuff. That uh, makes sense. That's a good through line. Yeah. That's a good through line. That like I see the trajectory of like you watch movies as a kid, you're just happy to be watching a movie. That's something that I always say. Yeah. It's like there's no yeah. such thing as a bad movie when you when you're a kid you're just happy that you're watching a movie there is a certain point that hits you where you're just like there's your first like that was a movie and i should like it because it's a movie but i don't know about that yeah Uh, like even even if it's not a good movie like i remember seeing uh, again big comic book nerd um -hmm. so i remember seeing uh nick cage's ghost rider the first one like say what you want about yeah say what you want about that movie i 
Right. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, not everyone liked that movie. But as a kid, you know, because like oh. all the, the MCU stuff that's coming out, like I'm I'm an adult now. Like that, when, that was, you know, I was a full grown adult when that stuff started popping off. But right. like, like even as a kid watching Ghost Rider, I'm like, this is what was in my head. And now it's here and I can watch it. And it's yeah. awesome. Like yeah. the same thing goes for, you know, the Raimi Spider-Man movies. And uh, I yeah. don't really say much about the first Incredible Hulk movie, but um, and the, the, Ang- the Ang Lee one, 2004, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, it's 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 I I maybe watched it when I was a kid, but I've listened to like multiple podcast episodes on it since then because I I love Ang Lee and it it makes me want to rewatch it because like it's supposedly just mental and like and and, <laughs> and 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 like he's very clearly going for like here's like a movie that is a comic book, you know, like he wants it to to come across like a comic book, but I know that it it uh, not everyone loves it, especially people who are into comic books. They're like. Yeah. They kind of disown that as a movie, but like Ang Lee. So Ang Lee's like Brokeback Mountain, The Ice Storm. Like See, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So Ang is like he's truly such an interesting. Like I'm trying to think of a good music comparable, but like someone like a, a pro that is legitimately like prolific in almost any genre, kind of where he'll like he'll go. He'll, he just like he shoots all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he 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 like takes his shot and it's a big swing. Um, but, but, but yeah, so that's, that's the only reason why I'm like, at some point, maybe I'll, maybe I'll dive into that at some point, but yeah, I know what you mean by that. Yeah. 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 So, so for sure. But I see that through line of like movies as a kid, anything, right. Ghost Rider. I, I like that as a, as a, uh, 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 you know, uh, one of your polls. Um, yeah. and then like, yeah, super bad. We're both of that age where it's like, we're growing up and like, super, like, you know, going to see super bad in the theater edgy, with your friends. Yeah. A lot of fun a lot of fun my mom's favorite movie she always says which is crazy because she's so into like 40s betty davis stuff too but she's like super bad's my favorite movie all right, all right that's say, cool i was like one thing my friend um he's like i've known him since we were kids uh he's like a you know he's a big time like lawyer now he's worked at a really like, really high like mm-hmm. really nice firm all this stuff and uh when he first got the job he, he was in like a meeting and they were going over like you know like having like getting to know everybody and they and it was like a room full of suits and he, yeah. they were going over their favorite movies and everyone was saying all these, you know, really, you know, high, you know, caliber movies. and Highbrow high brow stuff, yeah. Highbrow stuff, highbrow stuff. And he just goes, yeah, my favorite movie is Superbad. Hey, you know what? <laughs> like, so much respect. A lot of Superbad talk on this pod yeah, so far, yeah, which I love. So, so good, but uh, sorry, uh, continue. No, 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 no. So, so uh, I should say continue to you, but but basically the thing is like the through line of like Superbad to Tarantino because it's like, Oh, this is funny because I like funny, but it's also like it's a little arty. It's it mm-hmm. maybe more than a little arty. Stylistic is really the right word. And mm-hmm. like it's like you do feel like when you get introduced to that kind of stuff, Coen Brothers, Tarantino, uh, Danny Boyle, stuff like that, where you're just like, um, I like movies. Yeah. And it's yeah, like I experience. I'm a movie guy now. I like pulp fiction. I like reservoir mm-hmm. dogs. I like Fargo. Mm-hmm. Um and then from there to just like, you know, and, and then there's a million different ways that you can go from, right. from someone like that. Um, but yeah, so, so again, from, from there you go, you get darker, which is a perfect kind of like, that's yeah. like one of the trajectories where, cause he's, you know, it's a dark undertone, violent undertone to a lot of his stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, with the horror stuff, it wasn't even, it's not even that I started late on it. I, I I remember having this fascination with like Freddy versus Jason before I even like saw the movie. Yeah. And um, yeah. there was this one day when I was I was home from school from 
uh, home from school, I was sick and um, it was like October. So it was all these, you know, scary movies on sci-fi and it was just like Nightmare on Elm Street part one through three, yeah. all the way up to like Wes Craven's new nightmare. And I just sat home and watched all of them. And then um, the next day I, I watched the ring and I like, it scared the shit out of me. The ring. Yeah. Like, that, that was like Freddy Krueger, you know, it was like campy. It still scared me as a kid, but it was like campy. He's, I got it. The he's ring. Bugs Bunny. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with the ring, it was like, I was so fascinated by like, the lore of like where like the videotape came from and it's like the idea of being cursed almost yeah yeah and and that movie like i i was so terrified by it um that i I, you know i was like sleeping with my lights on all this shit but um as i got older that it wasn't even that i liked the thrill of them it's just like i i just found them so interesting so i got into you know you know, I became like, I guess like a horror guy and that became yeah. like my, the main genre that I, you know, look at. I like mainly like, you know, superhero movies and horror movies are, and Quentin Tarantino stuff. That's my, it's my go-to. Sure. 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 So, so, so dark comedy, the, you follow the superhero stuff and you, you keep up to date with all of the, like all the horror stuff that comes out and, yeah. and pull back from, from that as well. Yeah, yeah. I know there's a lot, there's a lot in all different kind of like facets too, where, you know, not only like subgenres of, of horror and but it is it, it's it's kind of you know it's a it's an adjacent to metal where there's so many different subgenres. Right, Pe- right. people are very much on their high horse about what to like and what not to like what's worth your time what's not worth your time um and it's like you know uh there's, there's value in just about all of it um 100%. but 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 so what's so so here's what i should say let's segue into this what's your relationship with the witch I, um, I'm really it's a, I'm trying to think of like a good way to sum it up, but it's just one of those movies where one, it's not a typical horror movie. It's more of like a historical piece, right? Which is really oh, cool yeah. on its own. Yeah. We'll but, talk about Eggers. We'll talk about yeah, Eggers, his attention yeah. to detail. And yeah. Yeah. But one thing I really like is like, you know, you're introduced, like you're introduced to this family and they're, they're going through it. Um, they they get banished from where they're from their um the commonwealth yeah and you know like within like the first five minutes the peekaboo scene happens and you know they he doesn't even like give you a chance to guess oh what just happened it's like okay you see the witch she got the guy and then from then on it's like you know with movies like this when when you're introduced to the antagonist so quickly you know, mm-hmm. you're thinking like, okay, there's going to be a happy ending, something, some like good will prevail. And it's just a slow decline into madness until, you know, evil prevails. Yeah. Right? And, and that was one of the things that, that I thought was so cool is that like, it introduces you to your, to the witch and to, you know, Black Phillip so early on, yeah. but you're still like glued to your seat wondering what'll happen. And that like, that's something that tends to like lose me when it comes to horror movies that introduce the the antagonist too quickly. Sure, so sure. There's, there's a lot that yeah. <laughs> I love about so, it. so I should I should ask this: when when did this get put on your radar? Like, what's the when's the first? Even even beyond that, when's like the first time that you remember watching this thing? I think it was the when it, the year it came out, or maybe the year after, to so like twenty or like t- around 2015, 2016. Yeah, 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 yeah. I and um. Yeah, I think the, I just watched it at home. Okay, so it was like a streaming or yeah. Blu-ray, whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. so 
So uh, let me just go into a little bit about my my thing with the witch. So yeah. I very specifically remember this thing just kind of, you know, as bigger uh, or, you know, these these movies that like kind of try that they catch fire. Uh, one of your one of your choices that you made, you were like, oh, I would like to do Hereditary also. And right. I was like, oh, do do the witch because someone's doing her. It's of that same. You know, these two are compared a lot. Uh, Eggers mm-hmm. and Oster. Um, and, and they both have the thing where it's like you hear about it, you hear rumblings and like it's catching fire and you see that it's just like lighting up the box office. Um, or I, I, I don't even know what the witch box office winds up being. I'm a, I'll wind up looking at that. Yeah. Let me, let me look at that really quick, but, but either way it's very, yeah, 40 mil, which for what it, for what it is, is, is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of those ones where you're, you're constantly hearing like, have you seen the witch? Have you heard, have you heard about this? Yeah. Have you seen this? Yeah. Um, and it was towards the end of its theatrical run. And I was like, I gotta see this thing in theaters, man. And I, I missed out on it by like a day and I'll never forgive myself for like, I was like, let me, let me go. You know, I'll, I'll never forget. I was like, I, I was, I was texting like my wife about it. Like I, I was like, oh, I got, I gotta go see this thing. And she was like, just go see it already. And I remember that I was like, oh, I got something to do or something, whatever. And then eventually it was out, it was out of theaters and I, I, I didn't want to be able to see it. But uh, I, I like you saw it streaming first, or I might have even just picked up the Blu-ray and like, you know what, let me just spend 15 bucks on this thing. Take a chance. Uh, and it's got that, like, like you were saying, it hits your, it, 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 it comes in fast, which is one of the notes that I took where I was like, man, this thing moves. It's 90 minutes, like pretty much on the dot. Yeah. And it just, it just moves. And, and yeah, I pretty immediately was like, this is kind of an instant classic for me. Um, and and the way that it's aged is like th- both of those movies, The Witch and Hereditary, mm-hmm. are like, Fine. oh my god. It's it's yeah, it's one of those like we're gonna be looking back on this in 10 years, in 15 and 20, and being like, Man, I remember when that came out. Like, mm-hmm. like adults who, you know, the they're like, Oh, exactly. Yeah, I remember when the extras came out. Everyone was, you know, into that. Yeah. Uh, and while it doesn't replicate the box office nearly as much, it's still got that like, you know, it's 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 got that juice, you know, for lack of a better word. Uh, and and that longevity, I think. Um, but but OK, so that's kind of my you know, it's it's been hanging around me. And and I should say this, too, about it before I get in, we get into any parts or like plot or yeah. anything like that. The the evil factor of it, because because. You know, both of the movies that you had mentioned and, and the thing that you had mentioned with The Ring, too, where it's like kind of like the draw of it being like it's like someone putting a curse on you almost. That's yeah. like the the thing. And so Hereditary has got this thing. I talk about it in the in the Hereditary episode, which will which has come out already mm-hmm. Um, will have come out at this time. Uh, I am so terrified by that type of evil because it's so modern and you could put yourself in it. Yeah, exactly. The, the yep. thing, the thing that makes me, uh, the witch an easier watch than Hereditary, like just like I'll throw it on because, like you know, is because I can like basically distance myself from that time period where it's like mm-hmm. this is pure evil for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this movie, it's like it's almost like watching something that you're not supposed to be watching, but it's it's got enough like well, I'm not one of these people who speak like that from new England, you know, I, I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I'm not like that. So this is not going to happen to me. No right. rabbit is going to put a curse on me. Um, or, you know, a- any kind of evil coming in any forms like, like that, I should say, where it's like right. very specific to the living conditions, 
you know, uh, mm-hmm. like witchcraft being like, like you said, it's it's uh, a rel like it's nonfiction to a certain extent because there are taken from accounts of other witchcraft and stuff like that right. um which i've got the 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 little disclaimer at the end of the movie yeah yeah it's it's all taken from from you know writings and like Let's and uh, like other this, accounts from i got it right here like this universe. film this film was inspired by many folk tales fairy tales and written accounts of historical witchcraft including journals diaries and court records much of the dialogue comes directly from these period sources yeah. uh and 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 we'll get into the period stuff and Eggers in general in a second, but mm-hmm. I think that is what helps me distance myself from it too. Where it's like, you know, Hereditary is set in like just uh, yeah. sub- suburbia in the middle of you know whatever, mm-hmm. some kind of Midwest state or like you know wherever it may be. Right. Uh, and you can put yourself in it and be like, fuck, you know. But the witch is more. Yeah. I'm not I'm not from the 1600s so the witch isn't going to be in my backyard like you, you know yeah well I don't yeah. think so <laughs> um yeah. but yeah so, y- go ahead go ahead oh no no so just to speak on you know your fascination with um you know witchcraft and and um like curses like in like hereditary well that's the theme the... I see with you yeah, yeah yeah right right so to speak on that like a lot of the horror movies that I find myself you know, getting attached to and, and passionate about like, like hereditary, sinister, um, sinister like the, yeah, the new evil dead. They, um, there's another one, uh, the conjuring, uh, you know, the good conjuring movies, they're all focused on demons and deities from that lesser key of Solomon, like that yeah. book. So in, in some cases, like, you know, that's why I think it's so cool is because that's an actual book. You know what I mean? Sure. So yeah. that it's like centered in some, it comes from something in our world which is really cool but the reason why the witch caught my attention and the reason why i was so happy by the end of that movie is like you're not dealing with you know payman which is like you know a king of hell you're not dealing with bagul who is a deity that steals children you're dealing with the fucking devil the like devil dealing himself with yeah like the devil himself and that's very i think rare in a lot of horror movies because you're dealing you know the actress right. you have pazuzu you have all these other deities but this time you're just dealing with the big guy which is right. really cool that's a that that's a cool little that's a cool little anecdote actually where yeah <laughs> most of these most of these movies that are evil are like they're they're you know they're the I devil's buddies that. i love yeah. hearing about the lore i love like in uh well, evil dead i'm i love the new evil they're the 2013 one and, and that stuff but um yeah that's the shit that like the the, the more modern stuff and and it's 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 a weird fascination but also like the more and more that i think about it scare it this shit scares me so much because i do believe that like whether or not you believe in this kind of like demonic stuff yeah it's 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 one of two things for me you you it's either real and these fucking things exist and they can curse you and haunt you or <laughs> you can trick your brain into thinking it's real and it may as well be real because your brain is like making you go insane which is like right. you know that that is what's so scary about so much of this stuff to me um and and it's it's a it's a fascination aspect of it while it also is it, it can be just like you can be fascinated by something you're really scared of which is kind of like you were talking about you know, as a kid, you were watching sci-fi for Freddy Krueger or The Ring, and you you latched onto The Ring because it was scary, and you got addicted to the uh, feeling of being scared, which leads you down the path of like you know watching these like cursed demon- demonic horror movies, essentially. Right. Um, but but so 
basically I like that pull of it being like this movie is about the devil. It's not about, you know, and it's 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 you're dealing with the 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 boss himself. Yeah, that yeah, exactly. I like that. Um let me pivot <laughs> let me pivot this to the Eggers period specific stuff. So, yeah. What what other Eggers? So he's got he's got 3 in the can. Uh I should say he's got he's got 3 out right now and he's got one in the can or like is filming a Nosferatu remake. Yeah, Nosferatu, so, yeah. So, you like the lighthouse? You lighthouse guy? I, I did I did like the lighthouse. I am uh I am uh remiss to say I did not watch the Northman yet. I was like really? I know, I know. I I didn't even You're going to like it. I, I I know I think I might watch it tonight, but uh, you should. It's but, awesome. Uh, yeah, I uh, I was thinking about that. I'm like, have I seen Office? Nope, I didn't watch The Northman, and then you sent me the Zoom link. So, yeah, that's okay. That, that that's <laughs> yeah. You you're like, oh, hold on, just wait three hours. I just go watch something really quick. <laughs> um, but okay, so so the thing that you see a lot in The Northman, and you see it in uh The Lighthouse too, but is but obviously you see it very much in The Witch is the period specific stuff that you were talking about, where the way right. that they talk, you you like. Let me ask this. You watch it with subtitles? Um, so I did not the first time uh-huh. uh, or the second time. And I, I got what's going on. Um, but the third time I did. And this yeah. this will go us on another tangent, not about Robert Eggers. So I'll I'll I, I won't talk about that now. But yeah, I, I did watch it with subtitles before. We'll we'll come back to the subtitle thing, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I I I like watching stuff with subtitles um my wife doesn't so usually when i watch with her we we won't do the subtitles but like she's not into like anything super violent or like horror or anything like that mm-hmm. um so every pretty much every time i've watched the witch i've done it with the subtitles which i feel like is like you almost gotta because of the period specific dialogue and so that's one of the things with the northman with the lighthouse he's so uh uh he does his research like it's part of like the process for him mm-hmm. and and I I I kind of want to pull this back a little bit to talk about like songwriting to a certain extent and like bring it to music a little bit but okay. his process involves this like study of what he's doing so that way there's no holes to be poked in kind of like or if right. there is it's kind of something that he can be aware of and be like okay well I did this because of that or whatever you know there's there can be a defense of some stuff so yeah, it's essentially like that's that's another part of it that is so like I I I love something so thorough, and I guess that's kind of the songwriting part that that I want to bring to it that I didn't like. I kind of skipped over with you where we talked about like your relationship with movies and stuff like that. But like, do you do you kind of like think about create like? the way people create movies the same way that like you would create a song or anything like that has, has structure of movies or like tonality or anything from a movie, whether it's like a bit of a soundtrack or a score or something like that influenced you in any kind of writing or anything like that. I mean, I think so. I I haven't really drawn too many parallels between Mm -hmm. those. Um, But now that I'm thinking about it, you know, there are moments where, you know, you can start with a specific motif that may, you know, yeah. happen at the beginning of the song that may be the initial riff or idea. And then by the end of the song or or movie, it's this big, grandiose, you know, finale. Yeah, you're building on also, an idea almost. You know, yeah. And also, you know, there's there's certain, you know, when you're starting to write a song, you know, you don't always start at the beginning. You know, you, you might you might start with a chorus or you might start with, you know something that doesn't turn out to be 
the beginning of the song and that that happens a lot like tarantino stuff yeah um, of course so yeah. so I, I i guess so um i haven't really thought about um I, the way i write my lyrics which you know i don't think anybody's heard yet because it's not really the geo stuff isn't out yet um, right but will it be will it be by the time if i put this out in like july will it be out yes yeah cool okay yeah. so, so so maybe okay, some cool. half cool yeah so yeah so the way i i i definitely i definitely have a linear um uh process of like writing lyrics when it comes to like i try to tell the beginning and an end it's not like uh -huh. a lot of the, my songs don't really um aren't really like open-ended yeah um but uh yeah, I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to think about that more. That's a yeah. really it's a really it's, interesting. It's really it's, interesting. I've gotten mixed when I ask people about this. I've gotten kind of mixed and like it always at the at the least kind of ends with a that that's something to think about. Where it's yeah. like one of the things that I've always thought about was the like I'm I'm obsessed with or have become especially since the pandemic obsessed with structure and like mm -hmm. I I like the idea of like looking at the structure of a movie and seeing if there's some way I can translate it to song, you know, and, and even the idea of being more broad where it's like, oh, this movie is, has an unorthodox structure as opposed yeah. to, you know, the three act mm -hmm. structure, which is, I guess the equivalent of, you know, a verse, chorus, verse, bridge, chorus, sure. you know, structure, whatever. Right. Um, uh, which this has, uh, this has a bit of a traditional structure, but that obviously doesn't mean anything in the context of like, it means something, but it doesn't mean like, uh that it's not like it doesn't mean that's traditional in every sense obviously yeah um but yeah, yeah like, so you, know, you can have like you know you can have like the beginning where everybody's calm and all of a sudden the witch snatch the kid and then just turns sure. him into pulp and then that's the big blast beat <laughs> section and then we go back to the soft little verse you know where sure well but it's a sad verse because the kid's dead well well that <laughs> that's it's it's funny that you that you lay it out like that but at the same time it makes sense in the sense of like I was, uh, I have a student, Charlie, his name is, he's, he's a fucking awesome guitar player, but we, mm. we talked a little bit about song structure and like, one of the things that he does once in a while is he'll listen to a song and he'll literally do like a line while he's listening to the song and literally like do the peaks and like, he's like, oh, it's ramping up and it's hitting. Oh, now it's slowing down. And he'll draw out like this line and and see if visually that can spark any kind of creative kind of thing with him so it's almost like that That's structure really cool. of yeah you can kind of do that with the witch where it's like you start out in the town you know they get banished it's kind of leading up to something you know and then the, the kid gets snatched you know and yeah. then it's oh we're quieting down a little bit more and it's got these peaks and valleys peaks and valleys where yeah, we're, we're ending at this big spot um before i let's do this uh what was the thing that you were gonna branch off of with the subtitles oh yeah so so in this in uh in the film like the the two kids like what are they like jonah and mercy i think mm -hmm. they um you know they're they're singing these nursery rhymes about black philip oh and, yeah and Those like twins yeah and i i knew they were they're obviously singing about it but i i wasn't really paying attention to what they were saying uh and i had yeah. the subtitles on and it was like Black Philip, Black Philip, he's the ruler. We're his servants. Um, Black yeah. Philip, king, king of the sky, king of the. And it was like all of this stuff that's like so obvious that they're talking right. about. And I, I didn't even pick that up the first, the first like two times. Did you? No, no, absolutely not. That because I'm kind of immersed in it, and you're kind of just, especially like the first time that you watch yeah, you're it, just you're along just for like, the ride. 
hundred percent. And you don't know exactly, you know, you got a feeling like something's not right here, but yeah. uh, obviously. And, and so I like that a lot. And that, that kind of like, that's, that's something that I really like about listen, rewatching movies just as you're re-listening to music, especially like kind of like you were talking about before, like the type of music that we play and very specifically, like, you know, kind of the progressive stuff where it is so, there's so much detail that goes into every little second of it that it's like, there are so many bands and artists and stuff that you can listen to something. And the hundredth time you realize, fuck, I didn't know there was like a banjo in the back of this fucking section. Right. And, and a lot of, I, I love movies where you can do that and be like, I didn't fucking realize that, that they were singing about, you know, that they were like, kind of like, there are movies where sometimes, you know, someone will, will say something or sing a song where it, it kind of gives away the rest of the movie or something like that. And that, and that's kind of the little specific, uh, that's the little detail stuff that like, I love to come back to and mm-hmm. on rewatches just, just like, I, I love stuff that I can rewatch and I get a little bit more out of it. And this is something that absolutely every time I do, I get a new idea for something or I'm like, fuck, that's such a cool idea that he laid out. Or, you know, I didn't realize that that's terrifying. That, that That's like a perfect example of the nursery, yeah. the nursery rhyme. Yeah, it's like right um, in front of you. Um, yeah. Michael, where this yeah. meeting is going to end in four minutes. if you didn't Yes. So that. I'm going to send a new link. So, yeah, oh, basically, the I can send you one of mine because I, I, I pay for Zoom. So mine won't expire. It's you know what? Let's <laughs> I, I'll do this just because I've been doing this with everyone's and it keeps it at about an hour twenty. Okay, um, cool. I'll send you the new link and then it'll it'll pretty much be like at once like six ten comes around it'll be like you got to wrap up you got to wrap gotcha, up. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Eventually, I want to transition from being like an hour hour twenty pod to being a two hour pod at some point. Yeah, but but we'll but but we'll. I gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cut but, that, all right. cut that. Do you watch do you watch the Always Sunny podcast when they're like, cut that, cut that, cut that? <laughs> no, no, no. I should. I, I gotta I, I got through like nine seasons of Always Sunny. Um uh, I know there's like 18, but it's it's fun. It's just like I used to watch it before bed, and uh it's it's you can't watch it before bed because everyone is screaming at you. <laughs> Let's do this. I was doing for a little while, just going through the whole plot let's do you have any notes or any let me ask this do you have any notes i do have some notes just things that i that i you know appreciated and and like thought were really cool elements that i hadn't really seen or just you know just was just you know yeah okay i really liked so Uh, let's go let's go through our notes and then let's let's talk about a couple of our favorite parts and then we're gonna play a game and that's how we'll cap off the uh or I should say, you're going to play a game, which I now officially have a, a name for. Okay. In all the previous episodes, I've been like, ah, I don't have a name for this yet, but here's the game. I got a name for it now, and we'll get to it. But let me let me, let me me start off with, let's let's exchange a couple of notes here. Sure. So, and, and, and for anyone who hasn't seen it, I should do the, the brief synopsis, essentially. I should have done it already. But The Witch is, first of all, The Witch rocks. If you haven't, if you haven't seen it, you, sh- you should probably watch it. It, it. it rules. But, you know. If horror is not your thing and you still want to listen to the pod, whatever, I I, I get it. Essentially, the movie is about uh, a family who is part of uh, some kind of settlement in pre-America America. It's like 16, 1700s. Um, and they uh, are banished or leave because of some kind of conflict uh, with yeah, the church. So pure, yeah, so they're Puritans. Right? Yeah. And they have different views than the rest of their... Um, than the rest of the Commonwealth in their village. 
and which yes. is the same reason why they they immigrated from England to the to the U.S. in the first place. Yeah. So so essentially, like there is a butting of heads when it comes to the religious stuff. What they're mm-hmm. they're a little bit more fanatical when it comes to certain religious stuff. Um, so they go off and live by themselves and they create their own, you know, just like, uh, they build their own house and start to try to farm. Uh, and there's evil around them that essentially haunts them and hunts them down. Uh, and we'll talk about the end of the movie itself. It's kind of a coming of age story as well. It's a bit of a coming of age movie. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 and, and, I'm sure that he was going for that as kind of an uh, a, a, a theme a little bit too, yeah. where it's like, but you know, it's it's uh, it's kind of it's a movie about family and growing up is what it's about, or not being um, able to grow up, right? Well, she's, well, uh, yeah, I guess if you're the little <laughs> twin, or something. um, what? Spoil- uh, spoiler alert! Yeah, yeah. So, so. So let's do this. Go to the notes really quick. Uh, I've got a bunch of stuff. Some stuff we've already uh, talked on. The period-specific language. I put down rabbit story. I don't want to do the rabbit story again, but I've got a rabbit story where essentially I was haunted by a rabbit. I I talked about it on my Hereditary episode. I tell everyone this rabbit story. Um, Yeah. I'll I'll listen to that podcast. How about that? If we, if we... I'll 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 text it to you too. I'll just I'll, but but for people who haven't, I'll I'll do the, I'll do the the short version. Went to go see Hereditary. There was a rabbit on my lawn. I'd seen the witch before. I know that the witch is uh uh you know uh th- that was like my first introduction to rabbits are some kind of symbol for evil, the devil, whatever. So yeah. I go see Hereditary in theaters by myself. I come back. There's a rabbit on my lawn. Didn't think of anything of it. You know, I was like, oh, you know, a little closer to the door than usual, but whatever. Uh, I go see it again in theaters. I come back. I notice the rabbit again. And this is oh, this all happens at night. And I'm like, ah, I'm a little uneasy about this. Um, it's been uh maybe two weeks after that. I'm listening to a podcast and they're talking about hereditary. Just offhandedly, as I pull into my driveway, the fucking rabbit's back. Now I'm like, this is fucking weird. Like, and I I kind of run to my door. Whatever. Uh, fourth instance, which is the tipping point. Um, uh, hereditary comes out on Blu-ray, and I go. Oh, uh, let me grab this. I'm gonna rewatch it tonight. Whatever. Uh, I come back. The fucking rabbits on. You know, he's he's hanging out in that same spot. I scream at it. I go, get the fuck out of here. I want nothing to do with you. When I tell this story to people, they go, you screamed at a rabbit. Uh, you screamed at a poor rabbit who's terrified now. Uh, he's and probably hungry, to- dude. Yeah, probably hungry for <laughs> my soul, man. Could be, yeah. Uh, but but that's where this kind of like. I'm introduced to the rabbit uh, mm-hmm. and the rabbit story kind of manifests within, you know, within my life because of this, because, because of me attaching that to like evil kind of, you know? Uh, so that's my rabbit story, which is influenced by uh, the, um, by the witch. Uh, two more notes before I start giving you, uh, uh, giving you the floor. No, keep going, uh, dude. Hate those twins. Yeah. Um, those guys. Mercy. They suck. Yeah. Uh, they're hanging out with Phil. They're mimicking Caleb's possession when he gets possessed. Uh, my God, that is one of, and I have that down as a note too. Caleb's scene and his, that little kid, oh. he's so good, man. So there's it, a there's a song where uh, do you know the band Infant Annihilator? Yeah, I do. So they before the intro of one of their songs, I think it's called. Uh, it might be Soil the Stillborn or uh, one. It's off the the Grand Ellison Gallery arc. Is the it's 
egg for short that's their yeah uh, not the last record they put out but the one before it um they sampled that scene like uh right before he dies so it's like like oh. my lord my love how and then and then as soon as he you know that last breath the song just yeah it. it's so that's sick. cool that's cool uh, and yeah, that continue that that part of the movie is like that's a real highlight for me where if I, i'll i'll use this as a segue to get to some of the stuff is you know maybe a highlight of yours and some notes but mm-hmm. that's one of the highlights for me and it's more than it's even more than just the kid being so unbelievable but it's placed in the story as like one a really great performance like i was saying but two um a real obviously uh, uh turning point where where things really start ramping up but mm-hmm. i love the and this is so unsettling for me the notion of like the mother is terrified that this fucking kid and they they they're ter- more terrified for the baby who who is gone at the beginning yeah. that the baby's in hell and that's like one of the things that really fucking gets me when uh, a spiritual person like you know there's a movie called you ever see the movie the lodge i did yeah that movie i think that movie is good i don't think it's great Wasn't but like favorite, I, but yeah. I i like bits of it and one of the bits is the the mom commits suicide in in the movie and the fucking little kid being like mom's in hell, you know, because like you can't, and I, that stuff shakes me to my core. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where that and, and, and to kind of pivot to Caleb's possession thing, where the mother is like, you know, the, the father's like, he was, you know, he was speaking, Jesus was speaking through him. And she's like, no, 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 no. says in the book, says in the book that the he devil, will yeah. mimic, he will mimic, you know, Jesus and God. Yeah, he will mimic scripture. And and that that kind of stuff is like, oh, that's my fascination with, with spirituality and Christianity and just like my own my own stuff with it. It's just like that stuff really hits where I'm just yeah. like, that is that is so yeah. Uh but but let me hear a couple of your notes, maybe highlight one of your favorite parts. Yeah, I mean, so that last scene, you know, oh. with thou likes to live deliciously, like of um, course, yeah. Like so I, I'm pretty good at, you know, seeing where things are like, at, you mm-hmm. know, when you watch a certain amount of horror movies, you kind of, you kind of get good at guessing where things are going to go. So, you know, I, I kind of knew like the devil was going to speak through the goat. Right. 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 But what I didn't expect to see was like, after he says, does when he says like, dost thou see the book? And then yeah. you see like, um, this, you know, oh, the, the guy the, in the fucking the guy, glove. The yeah. Yeah. So you oh. see like the, the, and I thought it was so cool. Like, even though you only see like the hand and a bit of his face, but like the, the boot in general, where you see oh. the devil and he's in all these like trappings of like of royalty and like, you know, his like wearing really nice clothing. And it was just so like, like that's what he's supposed to look like. And for me, I was just thinking like, all right, she's going to talk to the goat and then she's going to become a witch. Right. No, like you actually get a glimpse of what big dog looks like. And I, thought Oh that my was, God. I, when I saw that, I was like, that's so cool because like you see, it is, you know, in like old, um, you know, old art, you know, from, you know, yeah. Like, like paintings. Music, you see, yeah. You see, right. Like what the devil would look like. And he's got, sure. And he's got like you know he's got um it's like it's like yeah. the 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 greed of man so it's yeah. that like he's he's also, wealthy in appearance that kind yeah. of thing and so like when you have this guy saying like i can give you all this he shows up in all the trappings of extravagant wealth and it's like oh shit like that makes but, so much sense and it's so cool because like 
you know, in a lot of these, you know, movies, you see all these demons and all this yeah. stuff. They're all, you know, in, they're like, Rawr! they're yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And this is like, okay, so this is what the, the oh, it's so much more unsettling. Like. And, it's so much more unsettling. Yeah, and sits with you. Yeah, and especially since you're you're in the 1600s, and you're and you're not. You know, when like royal families, like I'm sure in like England and stuff like that, that's what they would all wear. But like, we don't see anything like that in the movie. We just see, yeah, you know, the 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 people in the the Commonwealth in the village, and we see the family, the family. and they're yeah. all just in you know, their tattered clothing and stuff like that. And then you, and then at the last second, you see this guy. He's got like got like gold on his boots and shit like that. It was, yeah, I don't know that. I, I'm, you can tell by how excited I am by it that I was I was super stoked on that. No, yeah, that's like I, I, I love that you you're like, fuck it, let's go into that immediately. Cause that is my fucking god, man. I, I have it right here. The bells, the bells, fuck. The book, yeah. the voice is a nightmare. And here's here's yeah, we'll the talk thing about the voice in a sec for sure. Here's the thing that I love the, the thing that I pick up from that part uh is the the line that everyone, you know, it's on every you know, it's on clothing. If you go on Etsy, search the witch. So you get your thou shall, you know, would would, would thou, thou like to live deliciously? deliciously? Yeah. That's the that's the hook that everyone's but for me, you know what the fucking hook is in that? I will guide thy hand. Yeah. I'm like the the and not only just that, but the part the the transition from I will guide thy hand, the voice right to she's She's going off. She's she's meeting her new co-workers, the other witches. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> she signed mm-hmm. she signed her her uh her application has been accepted, the devil is accepted, and she's going to meet her new uh her new friends. Yeah, new um, exactly. Which fuck's sake, that whole ending is like my god, with them so floating good. in the air. And and we'll get to Anya Tyler Joy because she is a highlight. She's like, Yeah, this we, is this is say. her first this is yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. I, I, yeah, from... I was gonna say we're kind of like one of my notes was that it was it's really cool that you know she was in this movie and now like and today we're in this kind of like Anya Taylor Joy Renaissance where she's got all these yeah. crazy movie Guitar. roles and this was you know it was super cool to see her uh super cool to see her in this role for sure like before she kind of like popped off in like Queen's Gambit and uh, all those other ones so yeah but uh yeah back she to is... uh, yeah, she's. We'll we'll talk about Anya. I've got a whole. I've. She's. I don't want to spoil anything, but Anya is part of the game, basically. So we're we're gonna have, okay. basically we're gonna set aside the end of the pod to talk about uh, Anya Taylor Joy, who rocks. Good. Um, we'll talk about her for, for a while. She rocks. She rocks. She so so yeah. So that ending and that's the coming of age thing, right? Where obviously you know she's she's. Uh, stripping herself of her family's religious uh you know values and she is like she is living deliciously now she is uh it's one of those things where like you know you can be a spiritual person and also still have something like that affect you in a way that's like (sighs) cool might not be the perfect word to put it if you're like you know you know but it is yeah but it is one of those things where you're just like fuck that's yeah. all of this fucking it it's it's like this looks and feels so unbelievable and freeing i guess is the thing where yeah. if the analogy part is is you know if you're grasping onto the analogy part more than the actual like oh she's a she's a witch uh, a, a servant of the devil um mm-hmm. the idea of like i'm you know i'm breaking free of some of my like uh from the oppression of 
my family is, you know, there are plenty of people who I'm sure have seen this movie and been like, mm-hmm. yes, I relate to this because my I come from a very religious family and mm-hmm. that, you know, they're very strict about this, this and that. And I I live on my own now and I feel I, I'm living deliciously fine, finally. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's just one of those things where. Uh, that fucking part, man. Uh, but 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 okay. That that being, you know, talking a little about the ending right there, and I, the the one other thing with the ending, uh, is I will say, a couple of my notes, um, uh, the Black Philip jump scare and the witch jump scare at the ends of like when they're in the shed, uh, the shed, you know, the makeshift oh, yeah. that that oh, yeah, that yeah, part yeah. gets me. Anya killing her mother is brutal because it's not one of those like. It's one of those things in movies where, like, you know, some death scenes can be very unsettling. A lot are, um, mm-hmm. but but this one is so desperate and like, it's one that that really gets to me. Where it's like, yeah. and there's something with knife stuff too, where you those sound effects, you're just like, oh, little, they yeah. make me squirm. They really do. Mm-hmm. Um, let me. What, what do you what do you got in terms of notes right there? Anything? Anything? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I think we talked about a lot of them because a lot of it was like the nursery rhyme. Um, let's see. Mm. I got mine really quick too. I think. Yeah, uh, a lot look- of it. A lot of it was. A lot of it was that ending, and a lot of the stuff we talked about. Like I. Sure. Uh, I brought up the that lesser key of Solomon thing, pretty early yeah. on. So yeah. What What do you got, man? So before we before we transition into this game, let me. Let me do uh, uh like just kind of uh tie a bow around some of my notes. What a lot of my notes are just because I'll just kind of like uh stream of consciousness thought while I'm yeah. watching the movie. Like one of my notes is just black Philip and those goddamn twins. Dot dot dot. Where I'm just like fucking those fucking twins. Yeah. Um, one of the things was this thing moves, which again we talked about. You're in, you're out. It's ninety minutes. Fucking unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pacing and just like his his you know. The Northman's like three hours, but the lighthouse is another like you're in and out in 90 minutes. It's fucking right. It's a quick, it's a breeze. Um, but the, the Northman moves too for what's worth. Um uh here's here's one other one other note before we get to this game. Uh the movie ended at midnight, my recent screening of it, kind of kind of falling in line with my like hereditary rabbit story. Uh and I've got others for other movies too, where it's just like, ugh, just just weird, unsettling things happening around evil and horror stuff. Uh, movie ends, and that graphic comes up about the uh, this is based on this and that, whatever. And the wind starts fucking howling, dude. Like my uh... door is like I hear like my door has a little bell thing on it, and I and the, the bell analogy itself being you know, uh, like the comparison to the bells the in the chimes. movie. I'm just like yeah. fuck sake. It's one of those yeah. ones where I get up, I go fuck sake, and you know. I'm, <laughs> I but I pull myself out of it a little bit easier than something a little more uh that's set in a little more modern day because I can be like that's all don't worry you're fine Mike right um but but okay so Are I you... do have one oh. thing that that was that I that I, um th- just one thing that keeps you drawn to the movie is like you want someone to root for and yeah. I think like you know obviously um Thomason is the person you're, you know, hoping survives and, and gets of through all this, right? But you're also looking for someone to like blame for all of this, you know? So right. for for me it was like, okay, so we start out and she's obviously, you know, the mom's least favorite. I mean, and yeah. when when the baby dies, 
everything is taken out on her. So you're like, wow, but like the mom is being such an asshole to her, right? So yeah. you're not, so you're not, you're not, um, you know, a fan of the mom, right? You're thinking she's being too harsh. But then again, you're like, she just lost her kid. Um, sure. And then throughout the whole movie, you know, uh, I think his name's like Will, Will, the dad. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're you're like, like this guy is just trying to keep everyone together, right? But also, it's you like feel it's bad his, for him. Right, I know it is, right? but it's his pride that put them there in the first place. Right? I think my my like uh, uh, my first couple of viewings, I was like, you know, a little more fuck this guy, and this last yeah. one, I was like, oh boy, like I just I I I felt bad for him more than any of the other times this time around. Mine was kind of reversed. I was okay. Like, I was definitely like, man, the dad's just trying to, you know, provide for his family yeah. and do all this. But like, you know, he's relying so much on God and he's relying mm-hmm. so much on all this other stuff that he's like not even seeing. He wasn't seeing clearly what's going on, number one. And, yeah. and he's also like, you know, he put the blame on his daughter for that that silver cup thing. And, yeah. then, and then that put his wife against her even more. And then even more animosity builds. And it's like, this dude fucked it. <laughs> this dude blew it so hard. And like, he's like, obviously, when you see in the beginning scene, when they're, um, you know, when you're, uh, when they're in court, you yeah. know, he's obviously too proud. They, they gave him, you know, they gave him a chance to be like, hey, just, you know, chill out with the, your, your beliefs. And, you know, if you can just, whatever, you can stay here. Sure, sure, but sure, sure. He's like, nope, too proud. And, so it's 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 and but he admits it in the movie, which is which I right which I like, okay cool at least it's acknowledged, but um but yeah that was he's always feeling, that, he's always feeling guilty thinking. chopping yeah. wood chopping yeah. wood just so yeah, yeah just like yeah chopping would be like nope not my fault not my fault not my fault <laughs> or at least yeah fault. yeah he's like yeah yeah it's some kind of stress relief for him to be doing work makes him yeah. probably feel a little bit less at fault for some of the situations that they're in yeah but that i think that that in general was just one one of the things where a little was, anecdote yeah yeah it was just like one of the other things that keeps you drawn to the movie it's like well who am i who do Rooting i feel bad, who do i feel bad for who am i <sighs> rooting for but ultimately i think like caleb the son who got possessed is oh yeah like, I feel oh bad for him, buddy man. you didn't you didn't deserve that buddy no no that. he didn't the twins the twins on the other hand they fuck them. Just... <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck them. yeah uh, the fuck them kids um yeah. all right jacob are you this ready for game. this game all right yeah i f- first time i and i don't know if this will be the case where i might have an episode that comes out before this where i've got the actual game itself the name you know where i'm like here it is, but this is the first time, like, in the actual chronological recording of this podcast, where I've got the name. Okay, what's the name again? You... Uh, the the uh, the podcast? No, the no, na- the name of the game. The name of the game is "You Just Got Juiced." You just got juiced. Okay. So, so let me let me let me <laughs> preface this by saying this game is a bit of a dirty trick. Okay. Um, so basically, and Justin was the one. Justin Slaughter was the one who 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 called me out on it initially. He goes. Did you call? Did you ask me to be on your podcast to talk about my favorite movie? And then you're gonna fucking hit me with a quiz on it. You're gonna gotcha me. You're gonna name three songs, my favorite movie for me. <laughs> yeah. So here's 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 the deal. It's okay. it's this is this is a vehicle for conversation more than anything. Um, okay. and the idea is I pick an actor or a director from the movie, and then I ask you a bunch of questions about them. And oh. some of them are multiple choice. Uh, and they're, like I said, a lot of them are dirty tricks, 
They're vehicles for conversation. Most of these I don't expect you to get, and no one would expect you to get. Okay. Um, so let's start off. Let's Anya Taylor Joy is the uh is is our our juicer this time. I guess okay. we'll call them the juicer. Um okay. all right, let's start with this. Anya Taylor Joy was born in. These are going to be multiple choice to start out. Okay. A, Sydney, Australia. B, Holly Weird, California. C, London, England. D, Miami, Florida. Oh. Again, I don't expect you to get this right. No, no, because I know that she's not born in a place like she, like her accent isn't where. No, she speaks uh-huh. Spanish. So it must uh-huh. be Miami, right? Yep, Miami is correct. Let's ah. go. One for one. One for one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I am going to name uh, four movies. Uh, One of them is a slated Anya Taylor-Joy movie that is real, that is coming out, and the other three are either fake or she's not in. Okay. So, one one is a very dirty trick. Uh, Okay. A, Super Mario Brothers movie. B, Last Night in Soho 2. C, upcoming Robert Eggers Nosferatu movie. D, Playmobil 2. It's Super Mario. I know she plays uh, Princess Peach. Yeah, she does. She does. So the reason it's a specific dirty trick is because she was supposed to be Nosferatu. uh, And she got, yeah, she got replaced with someone interesting that I forget. Uh, Let's do this. Let's look. Uh, I I am ecstatic for that movie. It's going to rock. I think that. I want to say that uh, Pattinson's in it and and uh, Defoe are in it Defoe, also. Both. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me look. Who's supposed to be? It even has right here. Okay, so it has under cast Anya Taylor-Joy, but I know that she got replaced with Lily Rose Depp. So that's who replaced her. And it looks like Bill Skarsgård. Oh, maybe maybe Skarsgård uh, uh, replaced fucking um, Pattinson. I don't Pattinson. know. We'll, we'll, we'll see soon. I know that Defoe is still in it. Um, or... I see an article. Is he Nosferatu? And... Is he going to be Nosferatu? It says right here that it it's pro- that looks like it's probably going to be. They yeah. haven't started filming or anything yet, yeah, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh. Next question. Uh. Which director has Anya Taylor Joy most collaborated with? Uh. A. M. Night Shyamalan. B. Robert Eggers. C. Corey Finley. D. Edgar Wright. Um, she wasn't in, she was, I know she was in a few Robert Eggers movies, but I don't, I I don't, I don't, it's not the the second one. Who are the last Mm -hmm. two ones? Uh, Corey Finley and Edgar Wright. I don't know who those people are. Okay. Um, can you give me movies that they were, that they did? So maybe I'll give me a hint or no. Uh, Edgar Wright, um. This is I, I like that you're I like that you're inquiring and it's almost you're trying to trick you're trying to trip me up on my trick. Juicy you, bro. I'm gonna give you an old Edgar Wright movie that whether or not Anya Taylor Joy could or not be in uh Shaun of the Dead. You know, like she's she's not in that definitively. Oh, okay. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna get it wrong, but I know she's been in a couple of Robert Eggers movies, so I'm just gonna say that. Here's why you're right. Uh it's a tie. Um it's a tie for Eggers and M. Night Shyamalan. So she's been in um, so she's in Split and, um, she is in Split, but her hair and, is different. Yeah. And the, the, about that. the other one, um, fuck's sake. Uh, not the visit, uh, right. No, not the, visit. it's the other like Split movie because it's a, oh, uh, yeah, it, right. it, yeah, yeah. Um, Blast. and 
yes, she's in Split and Glass, and uh, I haven't seen Split still. I need to see that. Um, it's good. I hear that it's good. I really do. I hear that it's that it fucking rocks, and Annie Taylor Joy is really good. So, um, and then Eggers, she's in this, and she's in she's also in The Northman, and she's fucking great. In okay, it. so I'm three for three right now. Yeah, you are. You're actually yes, you're three for three right now. You fuck. Okay, <laughs> let's do this. Uh, how many Academy Award wins does she have? So I'm gonna list four movies. Here's the trick in this. It could be one, it could be all, it could be none. Okay. Are you ready? Here's my fall. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh A, The Witch, B, Last Night in Soho, C, Playmobil, D, Emma. How many Academy Awards has she won? Uh-huh. I'm it could be could be none, could be all four. I'm gonna say two. Mm-mm. Uh, she's never she been nominated. She's two. She's never been nominated. She's never won, and and it's partially partially uh, to do know, with I like. I didn't know there was like a. I don't know. None was an answer. I would have said. I said. No. I said none. I said. I said oh, uh, it you? could be. It could be one. It could be none. It could be all four. Oh, but either way, okay. again, right. it's a it's a trick. It's a and, and you have to like and the 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 um award stuff is so like specific and like you know like. You have to be, you have to, yeah. Just throw a Hail Mary out there. Not too That's completely fine. But yeah, I think that she will, I, ho- I hope that she eventually gets She's got a promising kind of, career. I agree. She's young enough. And I think that like the witch last, like she's working with young and like hip directors right now. I yeah. bet she, she falls into something that she, she gets, she, she's gonna, she's gonna hit I'm, it. I'm rooting for her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is one that you're not going to get. I don't even have uh, multiple choice for. I just uh, th- it's one of those ones where this is pretty much now just a vehicle for conversation. Do you know who did the score for this movie? Oh, no. But like I looked it up. I, I loved the score for this movie. Yeah. So it's someone named Mark Corvin, and uh, uh, the some of the other scores they've done. They've they've been working since the '90s, late '80s, maybe even. Uh, wow. Cube. Have you ever seen Cube? No. Is that oh, which? It's it's like a '90s like it it you could kind of like group it in with those Saw movies to a certain yeah, extent. It's yeah. like I I gotta see Cube still. Um, Awakening the Zodiac, which is a funny like that's something that always gets brought up with uh Jeremy and our buddy who we watch movies with all the time and his brother, the Pinheads as I call them. Um, <laughs> uh, we uh uh. We we we're fascinated with the like uh C D C and D tier of the Zodiac movies where it's like you know uh there's like we call them Schmodiac movies so he did <laughs> he did the score for for Awakening the Zodiac which is probably a nightmare so those are the, uh, all the ones that came after the Ruffalo one either either after or like right before but like are absolute just you know they're just like yeah trash yeah they're like, like red like Box like movies. Blair Witch Book of Shadows. Right, right. That's a good. That's a good poll. Um, okay. He also did the the lighthouse and uh score for the black phone, which I feel like you texted me about the black phone I after did. you saw it. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Did you not? Did, no. Did I you like it? it a lot. Yeah, I, I like it too. Yeah. It's fun. It, it's fun. Uh, Ethan yeah. Hawke rocks. Um, do you know what Anya Taylor Joy's first movie was? I almost gave this away while we were doing the app. No, I don't. Do you have a guess? Uh. She wasn't in like the Narnia movies, was she? No. No. It, no. I don't know. It's it's this. It's the witch. I almost said this oh, is her first I movie. I didn't know that. And I, I stopped myself. Wow. Um, Self control. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's crazy. She. She. I remember hearing an interview saying like, 
uh like that she said that she was not pretty enough to like be in like like starring in movies like that and i'm like yeah, it's <laughs> absurd absurd yeah okay anya yeah, yeah. um <laughs> uh she's incredible okay. uh do you know what her uh highest grossing movie in the u.s is and i'll give you a hint it's something that we talked about already um Oh my god. Why my brain's going blank. Uh maybe one of the the split movies? You're right. Yes. It's split, yeah. split, yeah. it's split. So split made 138 mil. Uh let me just cuz I forgot to write the international Was, did one down. Did split do better or did yeah. glass do better? Uh it's split. It's split. Um, okay. glass glass is right behind it at 111 mil and then actually right behind that is the menu uh 38 mil it made which i didn't know it made that much um, i'm not surprised that movie was really good it's good i like it um i think yeah. it's solid i think it's i think it's a solid gentleman's six i like it a lot i, I like it enough um okay it's good what uh would you rate the witch five ten it's a perfect ten no no, the no, 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 no. This is not offending me. I'm genuinely curious. No, like, I'm not kidding. The witch is a perfect ten. I did I just did a, a five yeah, uh I just did a five I feel star. Like I'm talking like is... Anthony Fantano right now. No, well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh no, I literally just gave it a perfect the you know, this the the witch is perfect. It's a it's a perfect movie. Uh the menu is <laughs> okay. the menu to me is fine. It's not perfect. And but it's yeah, amazing. it's it's a little flawed, and I think it's a little. It thinks it's a little smarter than it is. I think it's a, very, um, that's a good. That's a good point. That's a good point. But she's I great in it, and so is Ralph Fiennes. I've yeah. seen one too many. Um, would you rather style? Uh, we're trapped in a room with this yeah. lunatic movies. Yeah. I thought uh, it was but, a good take on one of those. Though. Yeah, can, yeah. It it is. It definitely is. But I was just like, I don't know. I, it, it, either way, either way. Uh, I all movies are good. I truly believe that. Um. But either way, so do you know what her highest grossing worldwide movie is? And here's here's the thing. It could be the same thing as U.S. Am I trying to guide you or trick you? I don't know. I'm going to say menu. No, no. It's it's split. It's also split. It's made... Okay. Uh, 278 mil worldwide. Yeah, the men, but the menu, the menu made 33 mil worldwide so far. So it's it's again, other than split and glass, uh, it's it's you know, she's uh that thing's doing well. At Northman's right behind it, and then the witch right I after that. I forgot she was in the north. Right. Okay. I yeah. gotta watch it. I'm watching that tonight. Fuck it. You should. You should. We just talked about how she was in the Northman. I love that. It's been a long day. All right. Uh last, last but not least. Uh, what is her newest movie, and have you seen it? Is it not the menu? It isn't. It isn't just by like a couple months. It's a big Oscar play. It's a big ensemble, but it didn't really. I don't know if you saw any of the nominations, but it didn't get any big supporting or. No, or, I have no idea. It's Amsterdam. Oh, it, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. And I, yeah. Yeah, Amsterdam's the one that like Taylor Swift's into and like supposedly that thing isn't very good. Um I don't know how big of a part she has in it. 
uh, it gets confused with like uh, it, it didn't get any noms, I should say, because uh, it, it's the other big uh, like ensemble movie is Babylon, which I really want to see. That's got Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt. I really want to see it a lot, uh, but I haven't gotten gotten around to it yet. I got to see it soon. Um, Can I give you a question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a question. All right, all right, all right, all right. So the father, the actor who plays the father, what? Yeah. Uh, famous British. Uh, oh, something comedy. I can't look up. Yeah. Yeah. What fa- yeah. What famous uh, British comedy? Did he uh, was he in? It was a TV show, and there's an American remake of it. Oh, so what is it? The Office? Yeah. Okay. Well, you gave it away. I know. I know. <laughs> but like, dude, that guy he played the uh, the British version of Dwight. Really? I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. So when you go back and and see him in that, and then you watch yeah. The Witch, it's like it's just just fucking around I, the office. But anyway, I just wanted to. Yeah. I watched the UK Office like ages ago. Um, yeah. I should do a rewatch of that. I, I, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna say it. I like The Office. I think The Office is good. Yeah, I love The Office. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, I, I understand that it's like, it's all over. It's like you know, it's like a joke in the sense that it's like, get your The Office shirt from Newberry Comics and Fye, and it's like you know, I'm not, um, I'm not one of those. I just, I just love it. I just love. I, it. I, I agree. It's, I think it's a really nice comfort. I like I could I'll, I'll rewatch it a couple more times in my lifetime. I think it's like very comforting. I think that uh, like most of most everyone on it is really, really great. I think the portrayal of Michael Scott's fucking unreal. <laughs> um, it's just fun, man. I don't know. I like I like it. It's one of my like there are so many people that I know that are like, you like The Office, really? You know, well, whatever. I do. I yeah. think it's good. I think it's good and fun. And I like watching it. And I don't care that. <laughs> They say a joke and then look at the camera and are like, you get it? I don't care. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like The Office. Um, Jacob, this was really, Michael. really fun. Michael, thank you so much for having me. This was... I say it to, I say it to everyone. Uh, and eventually I'm going to stop saying it to everyone. But like, we're going to have you back on at some point. We'll talk about another movie be, that you yeah, like. I got, I got other favorites. I got other yeah, favorites. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's what, that's what I'm going to do. Like, initially the idea was going to be what's your favorite and that's it but now like i just have fun hanging out with my friends and like talking to them about a movie and and you know what? we're yeah. gonna we're gonna have you back on at some point and i'm gonna see you at some point soon um yeah your show probably oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it, february 10th uh, yeah february 10th so yeah. uh this this will have come out months later and then yeah well, and it, yes so i'll see you in a couple of weeks see, am i gonna see you at irving plaza with spirit box you will you will so we're home from that between the buried and me tour oh, yeah. like a couple of like uh because it's in may the spirit box tour right uh april to may and yeah. i think you hit irving at the beginning of may i'll be there yeah. i will be at one or both of those shows because i know you hit it twice yes. um and i'm very excited uh very excited to hang out with the boys again and yeah. so yeah it's perfect timing where i was like oh am i gonna but yes we're home for like a solid couple weeks um so so before we before we head off uh you want to plug anything i know that the spirit box tour will be long over but uh anyway you're you're in a band called intervals and your band called yeah, Gia. I'm what? Ba- yeah i'm in a band called intervals i got a uh, band called gia uh hopefully we have uh some music out we have uh i'm sure it'll be announced we have an ep that is out uh hopefully it's out by the time this podcast comes out if yeah. not, it's coming out 
uh, intervals. Uh, we're recording uh, first half of our right. record in uh, February. Sweetwater. At Sweetwater, Sweetwater, right? Sweetwater, baby. Yeah. It's going to so be I think, sick. I think Demelia is going to come down to film it, too. That's awesome. So, yeah, very big. Uh, it'll be my first time, like, recording an intervals album with the guys in the room. Not Right. Because it was pandemic situation last time. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be nice. But, yeah, those are my... Only put buy you Mansky bass by my plugin. <laughs> yup, yup. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey! You get money from that, and that's nice. Mm-hmm. I do that's... get money from that. And you know, you know, you you teach lessons as well. You want to get better bass? Pro- oh yeah, yeah. I, I gotta plug that. Blue collar. We're that's what we are. We're blue collar prog guys. Blue blue collar prog baby. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Um, I gotta have Demilia on the podcast too. I know he wants to do Starship oh. Troopers. That'd be great. I'm gonna text yeah. him right now. Um, Jacob, this was so much fun. This Michael, so much it's fun. always a pleasure. It's it's always I'll, a pleasure. I'm sure I'll talk to you within the next day or two. Let me know what you think of the Northman, and uh, we'll uh, we'll I'll see you soon. All right, dude. Love you, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Love you too. Later, dog. Later.